<laughs> if I actually hit the start stream. Yeah, yeah, Oh, oh, yeah, this yeah, is man. better. And now you've displaced the PC, I think, and it was just he was talking and it was just the cockpit and he wasn't there. We were like, Hello, are you there? We're <laughs> officially live. Hey. And people, do we have some people drop out and then drop back in? No, you've all changed well, configurations. Well, oh, yeah, Michael, Michael bumped Liam down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he when he went when he turned his <coughs> iPad sideways, for, okay. I don't know if if that's just how he rolls, like pushing I, people I... down. Eventually, he'll be above us <laughs> all. <laughs> did I did I mess the OBS uh, template? Or... No, you didn't miss the. I don't think you messed the template. Up. Uh, you uh, just displaced no. no. Liam. <laughs> I, I dropped out, so blame me. Right, we're we're live. Um, we're live Evan's yes. gone to the toilet. Sorry. He's probably he's back. So that's the. Um, he's gone to find a, a new pair of pants to maybe wear or maybe not wear. So we, we, this is how we, yeah, this is how we roll on this show. Um, welcome to Pixel Pints. We are the only global podcast that talk about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games. Um, find us on all relevant. Or irrelevant podcast places. What are they called? Is it catchers? Podcatchers? Yeah, you're podcatchers. Does that mean then there's people actually actively out there with kind of metaphorical nets chasing after podcasts? They may be balls um, and they throw them at the podcasts. Sometimes they catch them, sometimes they don't. Okay. <laughs> Be able oh. to catch them all, but you have to catch them all. Yes. <laughs> um, no, this is not a Pokemon-related podcast. Um, oh. uh, right. Oh, I'll quickly, quickly whiz around the room to see how everyone is. But I'll start with a guest who we've not had on for over a year, uh, Joey from Essex, um, Mister Otaps himself, uh, who's plugging his own podcast, which. If, if I'm not mistaken, is the world's best Essex-based gaming podcast. Absolutely correct. Idle Game Chat is the world's best Essex gaming yep. podcast. As usual, you can find it on all great podcast apps or YouTube. Just search for Idle Game Chat. That's my plug out the way. Um, but I'm doing fine, Keith. I hope you're doing well as, good, as well. And uh, it's good to be back. It's been over a year, like you said. So looking forward to this. It's, you know a, it's, what? A good, it's, nice. it's a good podcast, too. I've been listening to the past couple episodes. Thank you. I appreciate stuff, that, Evan. Um, well, it's nice to have someone on who actually asks how I am. Because I go around the room and ask <laughs> everyone else how they're doing. And no, no one thinks about saying, Keith, how are you today? I'm good, thanks, Apps. Early, but, you know, yeah. it's what it is. I've had toast. I've had a cup of tea. I'm not drinking beer at this time in the morning. I was going to have a croissant, but I ran out of time. So I thought it was better to wash the hair for this since it's a, a video podcast as well as an audio one. So I've got to look my best as well as sound my best. Sorry, we got so many people, one thing, just tiny little 
images. <laughs> One thing I do, um, like, in, in, is, I don't know, is it Adkins? When he does a core. Oh. That's so funny. Cracks me up every time. Yeah, he's a he's a funny guy. He laughs at everything as well, which is good for me. So all my bad jokes he laughs at, and uh, he makes me feel better about myself. But yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's a good podcast if I do say so myself, and uh, people seem to enjoy it. So we'll carry on, and we'll yeah. obviously keep plugging you guys over here at Pixel Points because it's great as well. Thank you very much. You can come back. Just don't leave it here. Um, Liam, <laughs> since you've been pushed down to the bottom of the screen by by Michael, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling destitute, to be honest, Keith. Uh, I mean, <laughs> shamelessly took my spot. Because it's <laughs> Virgin Media fucking me over all week. I, I can't take it anymore. But I'm, I'm fine. Damn you, Richard Branson. <laughs> right, go, uh, Dan, how's things? Yeah, good. Uh, just got back Did you get the A-level grades you wanted? Um, well... <laughs> That's uh, let's not get into that. They um, it got it resolved, but the, my biggest issue was with our trust that changed the grades. But um, my my biggest issue is teachers being able to choose grades. Well, because there's why, no really why else other just, way to do everyone it. Everyone gets an A because there's these wonderful things called league tables, and if you give all the kids higher grades, you will look better on the league tables. But just as long yeah, as you're but, all right. I think my issue would be is who would trust that anyway? Like everyone knows they didn't take exams. So no one's ever, they're always going to be the year group, no matter how it's done. Oh, can you yeah. really trust those grades? They didn't do a test. Just let the next people sort it out. That's, that was my attitude. Given the GCSEs, let them do the A-levels if they screw up. Well, well, they'll screw up in two years' time. And the degree, let them get to university and they'll drop out by December. But at least all the universities were one, uh, one payment. So that's the only way you really could have done it. Because nothing would have been fair, really. Yeah, I didn't get my A levels um, because I choked in the exams. Exactly, that's what a lot of people do do, and that's what they said. That's the thing. What things don't get taken into consideration? There'll be people who should have got three A's that had a bad tummy or had exam pressure that didn't, didn't pull out the bag on, on on the day. So that's the issue. But anyway, hey, anyway. Well, I was really involved to be honest. Sorry? Well, just as I'm saying, all you have a teacher that never fucking turns up. Oh, there you go. That's the other issue. Right. Yeah. yeah, or you have a French teacher that thought he teaches French GCSE by showing us the recorded um, French football uh, from the night before. Oh my what god! A, what a what a good guy. When, that's, that's when I was at school, my physics teacher used to take us all into the store cupboard and light up a cigarette, Don't stop and smoke, and Don't, then no. and then and then. <laughs> And then flash a flashlight and then go, oh, diffraction. And then go back into the classroom and then draw out what had happened. And he liked to do that like once every two weeks, even though we'd already done refraction, just so we could have a cheeky cigarette during the lesson. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, wow. let's move away from this topic rather quickly. Michael, how are things in your cockpit? Um, so I was about to land in Innsbruck, Austria, but then I remembered I had to do this podcast. So I put the landing on hold, turn around, and now I'm with you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ever ever right. the dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you've actually managed to get Microsoft Flight Simulator to run. <laughs> mm. uh, no, I'm, 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 I, I haven't been really playing it. I've been watching a ton of videos online. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I just uh, I just like this uh, this view, so I picked it up. Uh, 
I, I will have to see if it runs. Uh, I, I haven't installed it yet. I I think it will. But yeah. I've heard there's issues with Microsoft servers because you have to have a constant connection um, uh, because they, they don't you, they don't allow you to download the 99 well there's there's a 99 gig install wow. but then there's over a terabyte of data <laughs> for for the scenery and everything and the weather dynamic weather and everything like that so you unless you've got enough space but they haven't allowed anyone to download all of that so you stream all <laughs> of that in um, and yeah, there's it, been it, loads of issues with people connecting to Microsoft servers. It's crazy on how many disks it comes. Like, it's a very big game. Um, I, I think I think it's very CPU heavy because uh, I, I've seen people having same GPU as me, but uh, weaker CPU. So I'll, I have a I have an i7, uh, second to last generation. I think. I think I I don't know my. My, my stuff on this, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I'll have to see if it runs on that. Cool. It's nice to actually talk, start talking about video games as well on our video game and beer related podcast. Uh, Evan, how's things? There's so many fucking people today. <laughs> Evan, how are you? I'm good. I'm going to. Uh, should can I can I do my uh, my speech now, or should we wait till we say hi to everyone? Yeah, let's let's not be selfish. Um, what I was going to ask you though is, are you prepared for your TurboGrafx-16 quiz? Um, because we have so many people on, do we want to move that to next week? Don't keep, don't keep pushing it off. Don't keep putting it off. <laughs> Kicking that can down the road. You're, you're currently 12 points behind Matt. You need to claw some of these back. Oh, so I what did happened? lose two I've points. I've only even got a week. What's happened to his score? Don't it's, all going, can... <laughs> it's all going downhill, man. I'm sorry, guys. All the lumber. Team Evers, uh, come on. I mean, so Matt, Matt's on 44. You're on 32. Jesus Christ. I guess. I mean, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. It's not like if we push it down the road, it's not like I'm going to start researching turbo graphics stuff. So either this week or next week, I don't think it's going to change points wise. Okay, Matt. You're all right. You've you've shaved a bit. Yeah, I got rid of the sides uh, and uh, kept the uh, the middle bit. Um, oh, are you going to plait that and then pretend you're in an early two thousand metal band? <laughs> <laughs> um, you could do it in honor. Of I the might. Uh, I might pull my my Ibanez uh, guitar out of the closet and uh, just pretend go. like I'm in a metal band. Yeah. Just just sit just sit it on your lap and. Kind of like just lightly strum as as we uh, do the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Right, now I, I didn't realize how long it was, so I, I'm going to keep the length for right now. But it might be gone by Monday. We'll see. You can always shave it. You know, that's the good thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, before we get on to beers, Evan has a prepared statement that he'd like to read. All right. Um, hold on. I yeah. I can't. I can't do this like this. I'll. It's not professional. Got to, uh, got to make this uh, a little bit more professional here on the uh, on the podcast. Um. <laughs> Evan, you do realize that um, quite a few people listen to it audio only. Oh, okay. Well, I'll start speaking then. <clears throat> uh, the viciousness and validity of the statement made by. Uh, among others, 
Keith uh, Quizmaster McWomble were to myself, the suspect in question, highly suspicious and uh, unfounded. That is, until an eyewitness report made by a third party, hereby referred to as Her Majesty, has 100% confirmed and corroborated said allegations from uh, McWomble, hereby referred to as the betrayer. I wouldn't be the powerful and honest man that you see before you if I hadn't followed my principles of being powerful and honest. So it is at this time that I must admit that what follows is 100% the truth of the occurrence of the early hours of Sunday morning, August the 17th, JST. Her Majesty heard quite the rattle and roar of the boisterous type coming from the nearby kitchen. She then slid the very thin, some may say almost completely useless sliding door that barely separates the two rooms to reveal a five foot 10, some may say five foot 11, maybe even six foot man, uh, wearing though in an amply lit kitchen, nothing but sunglasses and a blue gray broxer briefs decorated with a green vine motif and also brandishing a two liter bottle of suntory water, almost empty. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> the nerves. Um, as it so happens, that six foot four white male wearing designer sunglasses and Kelvin Klein blue gray boxers with the vine motif while brandishing an almost empty two liter bottle of Suntory water was in fact me. As a man of power and honesty, I apologize to my friends and colleagues, not for brandishing an almost empty two liter bottle of Suntory water, but rather for brandishing a newly sloppily shaven sunburnt white chest to them. The sunburn was at peak heat and pain and I simply could not let the dark black New Jersey zone Coheed and Cambria shirt constrict or damage my hot and pain sensitive skin any longer. But I hereby promise never to brandish my chest in such a state ever again. Thank you for your understanding and more importantly, your continued friendship and support. That is all. <laughs> uh, round of applause for that. Yeah. That's, that was I, I awesome. think we, we need to get back to doing public statements i, I do okay. like them when we do them i feel yeah. so much better now it's like a giant <laughs> death stranding size package has been lifted off that, that should be that should be a reoccurring uh, persona of evans it might be next week happening. yes this is happening evan you chose the topic of turbografx 16 in your head-to-head -head against matt are you we, ready we your... haven't we haven't asked keith how he's doing yeah, we did. Oh, no, I taps did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did. so we didn't have to. It was quite nice. It was good relief, really. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. can carry on not caring about how I'm doing. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I don't, I'm not taking it personally or anything, bastards. Um, two people asked. Evan, uh, no, you have eight strange. questions on the TurboGrafx 16. Okay. Um, are you ready? Yes. Good. Question one. The TurboGrafx-16 was released in two separate years, one in Japan and one in North America. Which two years was TurboGrafx-16 released in? 87, 89. Correct. Correctly spelled TurboGrafx-16, including all capitalization and punctuation. Capital T, lowercase U-R-B-O, intercapped G, Lowercase R-A-F-X dash one six. Correct. Uh, 
what was Bonk's uh, known as in Japan? Kisi Genjin. Correct. Which famous martial artist had a game released on the Turkish Jackie Chan. Six... Correct. Jesus. Uh, how many console iterations of the TurboGrafx-16 so have been released? Not, not the PC Engine, right? All of the different versions. So you've got one. Oh, how many? there's so many. There are so fucking many. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I can get all these. TurboGrafx, tur uh, what's the PC Engine, CD-ROM, Super CD-ROM, PC... Duo, the shuttle, Duo R, Duo RX. Well, there's the core graphics, which was uh, in Europe. I don't know what they released there. They probably released. Am I just am I just giving you a number? Yes. Fuck, it's a lot. So this means I'm you're including all Turbo Graphics, all core graphics, and PC Engine, and all that yep. was released. Oh. Man, uh, it's like it's got to be like twelve or thirteen. That's two answers. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do. I'll do twelve. He's correct. Uh -oh. Are you serious? Wow! wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. So it's a core core two express PC Engine LT PC Engine Shuttle Duo RX CD ROM Duo R Turbo Duo OG, the TurboGrafx-16, Super CD-ROM, and the Mini. Yeah, it was insane with how they pushed that thing. I don't know if they made any money on that. So far, you've got five from five. Um, the TurboGrafx-16 was designed by which Japanese company? Um, it was uh, NEC. He's wrong. Hudson. Hudson Software. Fuck. Yeah. Nice. Uh, which game for the TurboGrafx-16 started as a port of Wonder Boy from Sega? Wait, I'm sorry, could you say that again? Which game for the TurboGrafx-16 started as a port of Wonder Boy from Sega? Wonder Boy? Keith Courage and Alpha Zones? It's Adventureland. Oh, I never played that. All right. And final question. So... Currently, you're on 10 points. If you get this right, you'll be level pegging with Matt. Oh, I should have said Hudson. God damn it. <laughs> Konami developed a cyberpunk adventure game released on the TurboGrafx-16. What was it called? Snatcher. Is correct. I knew that. All right, we're tied. Damn it. I, I thought Matt was like, ah, oh, fuck, he knows that one. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm happy. We're tied. Let's move on. Oof. You know, okay, you know far too much about the TurboGrafx-16. Yeah, yeah. He knows more about the yeah, TurboGrafx-16 than I know about Final Fantasy, which is embarrassing to say the least. Bonk's revenge, baby. Bonk's revenge. <laughs> yeah, that was impressive. That was impressive. Right. And now we're going to well, getting onto the, the the main reason whilst we're here. Does anyone want to talk about beers quickly before we get onto the topic? Yes, I brought a special yeah, beer. Uh, on today this is firestone locker dba which is a double barrel ale um i don't know if you any of you guys are familiar does that with... mean you drink it through a shotgun 
No. <laughs> like the makeup gun from Simpsons. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with barrel-aged beers. Yeah. So this is yeah. this is like baby's first barrel-aged beer. It has okay. a little bit of that flavor to it, but it's easy drinking, and it's only 5%. Um, they aged it twice in the barrel, so really they obviously didn't leave it very long in the barrel. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, but uh, it's pretty good, and I, I'm enjoying it. It's uh, Firestone Walker, which is uh, a brewery in Paso Robles, California, which is where my wife and I spent uh, part of our honeymoon. So, ah, nice, cool um, memories. Paso Robles wasn't that where um, is it Clint Eastwood? Um. God, somebody famous was um, like the mayor of the small town in Paso Robles. Maybe. Are you thinking about uh, no the idea. movie that he was in? Possibly, but but he became the real world mayor of that small town, and and he like had a house there and everything. I, I, d- I don't know. It's in Central California. It's primarily wine country, so there's uh, I think there's like thirty wineries uh that are there or like thirty. I think he years. I think he owned the winery as well. <laughs> I'm not sure. So yeah. yeah. I don't know. But uh anyway, yeah, I'm happy to bring that on. It's a different beer for me and it's uh pretty pretty tasty. So population of thirty two thousand, that's the right place. Yeah. Um, last night I drank uh this one, Brew Dog, Mr President. Which is a defiant double IPA at oh, uh, oh, 9.2%. 9.2%. So I wow. didn't drink it more like a wine because I didn't, it was with dinner and I didn't want to be under the table by the end of the meal. Uh, but yeah, it was nice. Uh, what, <laughs> it was, it was, not, and actually it didn't taste strong. It could be quite a dangerous beer. I felt like I could happily had like four or five and literally not realized that I was drinking a 92 when you smelt it, it smelt. You could smell the alcohol, but drinking it, it wasn't as a, didn't give you that kick that some high alcohol beers give you. But what really Dangerous. drew me to this bottle is the descriptions. I'm not going to read it all to you, but the one line I like is, um, "This is a beer superpower flexing its hoppy muscles." <laughs> hoppy muscles. I feel and the like the word superpower is in like bold. That's what. I feel like if you drank a six pack of that, you may be singing like Marilyn Monroe by the end of the night. <laughs> Mr. President, maybe that's why it's called that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was my beer. Flexing I think that should be the name of the show, muscles. Hoppy Muscles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Done. Um, speaking of session pale ales, the actual session, I'm drinking... Uh, Dead Pony Club. Oh, nice. uh, I'm so happy BrewDog ships to Japan. It's it, it popped up a couple months ago and they just keep doing it. It's like saving my life out here with all these fucking boring ass pills and their lagers. But uh, 3.8%, <laughs> an actual proper session pale ale bra. Wow. So I, I apologize for saying that. I don't I don't talk like that. But no, this is really good. It goes on really easily. Nice. I haven't had anything interesting in a couple of weeks. Bit of bit of twinings. Just some lagers. Stuff pretty good. You guys drink far too much brew dog. I'm not not as keen on their beers as some people are. 
um, talking oh. about things we aren't, aren't as keen as other people. We're going to be talking about video games that we've fallen off of. Um, reasons why. And do we actually think we'll ever go back? Who would like to start? I'll give you a hint on what I'm going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> really? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm super curious why you fell off of this. Because it's what short, it? dude. It's it's only like... Outer World? It's like 15 hours mm -hmm. for your first playthrough. Uh, no, it wasn't. Because I spent a lot of time going off and doing loads of random stuff. Okay. Um, and the reason that I've, I fell off this game is because I spent so much time playing it and investing points in my character that when I got to the point at which I didn't even get off the first world, I didn't even get to go to Monarch because I just thought, fuck this, I'm not grinding now. So there's a point in the game, spoilers, Yeah. Um, but I don't care. Um, there's a point in this game where you need a certain amount of money to buy a landing pass to go to Monarch. Um, and to get that money, you go and either negotiate, steal, or kill people for stuff. So, but what they, what you can do, and which is the trap that I fell into, is you can, rather than give the stuff to the woman who's on the space station thing that I don't care about the name of, um, to get enough money to buy the landing pass from the same woman, which doesn't make sense anyway, <laughs> um, you can sell all this stuff to other people or there's other ways of completing the mission. Yes. So you steal a blueprint for a gun. Now someone will say, if you give me the blueprint, I'll give you, um, I'll give, I'll make the gun and give you the gun rather than selling it to this woman. So I thought I want the gun. But then by the time that I'd done all of this, um, I realized that I didn't have enough money to buy the landing pass for 10,000 credits. I only had 4,000. Okay. And they don't give out large amounts of money in this game. No. So oh. I would have had to have killed, gone to all of the different locations that I'd unlocked, kill everyone, and take all of their stuff to sell it to get enough money. And I just thought, I'm not that doing sucks. that. If you, have, if you have a high enough sneak skill, you can actually grab it from the chest or the, the, sa the, um, the safe that's next to her desk. So if your if your sneak skill is high enough, you can actually go into sneak mode. Um, while everybody's in the room, they completely don't don't see you for whatever reason because your skill is that high. You can steal it from the the chest. The other way that you can do it is to go and speak to the um, the other guy that works for the the main corporation. So there's there's a couple ways that you can actually complete that. There's I think kind of how those games do work, right? Huh. I'm just saying, like, you know, like the old Fallout games and this game as well. It's like there's always more ways and ways than one to do something, but that does suck. Like, I've yeah. been in situations in games where it's like I have four thousand. It took me this many hours to even get four thousand, whatever the currency is, and I need six thousand more. Like, fuck this. The, so I can I understand where you're coming. The from. other way I also thought that I didn't think the actual gameplay was that fun. Um, it suffers from the 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 same problem that Mass Effect Andromeda does in that the enemy types are all the same, all the monsters are the same, even though you're mm. going to different planets 
So I was just thinking, oh, I don't, I, there's other stuff that I should be playing that I'm going to enjoy more. Just a quick question, Keith. It's a, obviously it's an RPG game. You can make choices, and you've got a relative amount of freedom to, you know, do what you want to a certain extent. How do you play these type of games? Do you like role play, or do you play as I'm Keith? I would do this in this situation, or do you think I'm going to be a bastard? I'll play this way, or do you just take each choice or each decision as and when you get to it? I like the fact that you didn't say I'm Keith. I'm going to play it like this. And and then you said I'm going to be a bastard. So you you assume that I'm not a bastard. So yes. I like that. So. <laughs> um, Liam's just said his internet's out, so he might not be coming back. Oh. Um, I, I think it was Michael that knocked his internet out personally. And he's playing on it. Yeah. I secretly worked. <laughs> I secretly worked for Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it, it entirely depends. Normally, I don't, I don't impose. Well, of course, everyone imposes themselves on the character a little bit. But in this, I was going through and I was maxing out all of my um, um, kind of mental capacity. So, so that I was getting bonuses for being smart because I'm so fucking clever. We're making up for something that is missing in real life, then on the intelligence. Of course front. not. No, no, no. Of course not. Um, and my dialogue skills. So I, I was maxing out my yeah. dialogue skills because I was opening up so many more interesting choices and dialogue trees and other stuff that you could do. Um, so that's where I, I hit a wall because I can, even though I had spoken to the guy who worked for whatever the corporation was called, there was no option for me to negotiate that at that point. And or it's blanked out, can't mm. remember. And my because I was investing my points in other areas, my skill, my sneak skill wasn't high enough. So my only resort would have been to mass murder. Mm. Um, and I decided not to commit mass murder. Very noble of you. Um, yay me! Kind of, kind so, of, uh, so what your advice would be if someone else played this game was don't do what you did and actually get get enough credits to leave the world. Yeah, and then play, and then actually continue playing the game. But then by yeah. by that point, I was thinking, do I do I really want to spend another know, ten hours doing this? I right. I enjoyed Greedfall more than this. Interesting. Okay, Oof. that's oh. that is definitely not going on the back of the box or the front. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, that's that's one game that is on my list to buy because I I do Me like um, Fallout New Vegas. I love the old uh, Fallout One and Two. It's like the only I game that's played on, on the PC. Xbox. It's on Game Pass Seven. You could do oh, that. Yeah, yeah, I could play it on PC, but I just think I'd rather play it if I had an Xbox controller. I'd probably be more keen to play it through my PC, but I don't yeah. want to pay pay give Xbox any more money. Mm. So. <laughs> like like Matt was saying, the the fact that it's obviously they want you to play the game like over but the fact that it's about a 15 hour game and not 35 or 40 hours makes me want to play it more it's not this game that's like ah not yet not now yeah type the, of thing the 15 main, hours is pretty solid the main story you can get through in about 18 to 20 hours and there's the others, there's at sorry, least Matthew, one last comment from me the loading screens in this game are egregious oh they're really? so funny though 
No, they're not. <laughs> yes, the they family. are. <laughs> and they just build on the world. Um, yes, they look pretty because <laughs> they do designs of some of the the, um, the creatures in the game. It's uh, not the best choice. But they last for a, it's about two, three, four minutes. And all I'm doing is landing my fucking ship on a on the space station. So I've got to sit there. I can in the same time I could have gone, made dinner, come back, eaten it, and it may have loaded. You played Perhaps. this. You played this on PS4. On a Pro. Okay. Well, the loads weren't four minutes on Xbox One S for me. So uh, well, that's just Obsidian preferential treatment towards. Uh, Xbox, obviously. I don't think so. And I think it probably, like, if you played it on PC, it would probably be super quick uh, to load. Yeah, I don't care. Fuck this game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you tried it, though. I'm glad that you at least, you know. The PS4 Pro is not that much better when it comes to loading times, but it really helps if you put an SSD in it. Yeah, I, I, I... yeah, I I don't think you'd be up <laughs> to that, but uh, just saying, like, yeah, that will solve it. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, if I, I'm, I'm waiting for a good RPG. It's called. It's going to be called Cyberpunk 2077. Just out of curiosity, go. did you side with um, the lady that started the garden, or did you did you side with uh, the guy that was running the town? The guy who was running the town because the, the garden woman was nuts. Okay. I was just curious. I am. Um, I killed the guy that was running the town and then put the lady in charge of the town, which you didn't want to do. So everyone got fucked over in my one. No. He was not happy with that, being dragged away from a Mother Earth and, garden and center. Just saying stuff like this actually intrigues me to want to play this game. So I'm like, I think they yeah, do a good job of like letting you do certain things and there being like a, a realistic outcome of it. You know, some games block killing certain NPCs. Like you you can, I think, kill nearly every NPC apart from maybe one and it will adapt to that that situation. Um, I found that it's a game that you kind of have to... I, the most I got out of it was by experimenting, um, which I don't usually do in, in games. I kind of stick to like a either a, a made-up role-play or... You know what I think the character would do, or what I would do. Whereas in this one, I was a bit kind of like a bit more, I guess, adventurous in my decisions, and it and it paid off um, in some interesting ways. Yeah, just listening to this, Dan. I think I'm in your boat. It's like if we play this game, we get to that point. Like it's the lady in the garden and the guy running the town. I know these two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one one day, one day. So so so. Uh, Keith, the, you're, not, the you're not going back. To her. No, I, the world was the world's uninspiring. Um, it, some of the dialogue choices were interesting, but I've got no intention of ever playing it ever again. And I've got no intention if they do a, a second one of ever playing that. Ouch. Got, got oh. DLC coming out, Keith. Come on. Yeah, actually, yeah, there's um, some story DLC coming out. I'd, I'd rather play um, Outriders. That is also not going on the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Which is another kind of well, not similar because there's not as much emphasis on dialogue in Outriders, but there's enough that it's a proper RPG, just in a dystopian, broken down world with monsters. But at least all the monsters are different, and they don't all look the same. From what we can tell, from what they've shown us, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Right, someone else talk. 
Well, um, I'll piggyback off of your uh, Greedfall. Uh, so one of the games that I was thinking about that I really, really enjoy but could not finish was Technomancer. And the main reason that I couldn't finish that game was because it was so fucking bugged out. <laughs> it was mm. nearly impossible to finish. Uh, they are rough, guessing, those spiders games. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So. Just like, what, quests? Not be, not being able to finish quests yeah, and like crashes you, and stuff? Yeah, you go to talk to the person and they're like, where's the option to complete this or to turn this quest? No in? button prompt. Just, oh, man, that's the worst. Just yeah. not there. Just doesn't exist. In, in, in Greedful, I had to assist someone who was showing me where to go they got stuck behind a rock and i had to walk over there and push them aside so they could carry on the route <laughs> they were going to show me where to go and when i have to assist an npc to show me where to go i kind of thought yeah this is a this is a rough game for what it is yeah I remember those old those remember those old school games where like someone would be sitting in the doorway like even going back to fallout one or two it's like i gotta reload like this fucker can't <laughs> won't get out of my way like that's it. They've they've done things. I had, I had then, but... those kinds of problems with um, the Uncharted series, where Sully would stand in a doorway, and I'm getting shot, and I need to go into the building, and he <laughs> won't fucking move. Yeah, I had that in the Last of Us Part Two a couple of times when it kicked off. Like I'd do a, a turn round, and someone, one of my companions, would be in the way. It didn't get me killed, but it stressed me out more than it should have done. So I wasn't yeah, it happened a few times for me it's, as well. But, but that's, that yeah. was actually intentional by Naughty Dog just to raise the tension because on this podcast it, we can't say anything bad about The Last of Us Part 2. It's the greatest game ever it, made, only made by wonderful people. Well, if someone's it, shooting it, at yeah. you and you get a bit flustered, you would turn around and run into your friend and like, oh shit, you know, like, you're in yeah, my it's way. Just a, it's just a layer <laughs> of realism. Something similar happened to me recently in uh, Red Dead Online. I was playing with a friend and we were supposed to uh take these two uh prisoners and uh take them somewhere uh when when we freed them from the from the prison from from the from the carriage they were locked in um one of them would would, would just walk away would not um uh, come on the horse with me so uh i i i just threw like two free uh, uh dynamite uh candles at him and that fixed it and that's the thing. Like it, it, it almost seems that in every game where, where that happens, the, the the answer is always throw a grenade. You uh, <laughs> was going to say, Rafa, that you got a lasso and like dragged him along, but you that's just went thought, straight yeah. for the dynamite. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, no, 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 no. I I, uh, I tried that. I tried that, but you couldn't lock onto him, which is why I resorted to explosives because Free they free. like, yeah. They, they can't avoid the, the area of, of impact that way. And, uh, wow. yeah. But, I think uh, more, more, more problems should be sorted out with trinitrotoluene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just so love, it, it I just like love that Keith knows solution. the actual name of TNT. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Right. Who's next? Let's, um, go, let's, go, with, let's go with um, Joey. Yeah. What, what's the game that you played that you fell off of? You're never going back to. So actually, when you when you first posted this as the topic, I thought that's a nice easy one. I actually might have something to say. And then I sat there and looked through my library and realised that I, to my to to a, to a negative T, I try my best to finish everything I start. Um, I even if I'm not enjoying it towards the back end, I will do my best to get through it. Yeah. I thought well, that's not 
strictly true. There must be some examples there. And there's things like The Witness, which I fell off of, which I think for obvious reasons, you know, it's a it's a puzzle game, line puzzles. Didn't really get on with it. I didn't think that would be that interesting. But I kind of went further back in my in my mind and thought one of the one of the critically one of the best games of all time was Resident Evil Four. That is something I tried to play probably about four years ago and got about six hours in. I think I got to the castle part of that and I could not get, I couldn't play any more of it. I couldn't tolerate it. And I kind of respect that game. I know that it, it was a bit of a trendsetter when it comes to third person and, and action and taking Resident Evil out of its horror roots and into a more, you know, action orientated, you know, situation. But it, that really drove home to me uh, that it kind of reaffirmed my belief that it's really hard to go back and play a great game when I've already played things like Uncharted, Gears of War, um, and, and other third-person games that kind of Resident Evil kind of paved the way for that in some ways. Tomb Raider, oh, another one, definitely, yeah. And I really struggle to go back and play old games. And if if I miss that moment, if I'm not there in 2005 or, or whatever it was to play it there and then in the moment then trying to go back is, is almost impossible. Mm. And I, I completely appreciate, you know, some of the, the great things it did, but I could not get through that game. It just felt, it felt so old and, and clunky compared to what I, was, what I was used to. And I can go back and play Metal Gear Solid, but I played that when I was, what, 10, 10 11, 12 years old, and I'm kind of hardwired into how that game plays. Whereas I think if you miss that and then you try and go back, you think, what the fuck are people talking about here? Yeah. This game's Yeah, this if, game's if you garbage. didn't play it during the time, yeah, I can see how you... It is a frustrating game to play, for sure. Like, even... It's one of my favorite games of all time, maybe, like, top three. Mm, yeah. Um, and like you said, there were games like Winback that did the kind of the cover shooting <laughs> system. Then you had Kill Switch, which did... It was, like, the first game that did the proper, like, chest-high wall cover shooter. But then, like an over-the-right-shoulder game, that Resident Evil Four was like the first game to mm. do that. But then you get in as far as like not being able to walk and shoot at the same time, yeah. and that's like even that you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay, try to get yourself in that mindset. Like this was the game that made it all happen. Like Gears of War wouldn't have happened without this. Mm. Um, arguably, I guess it could have spawned from Kill Switch in some way. But yeah, I can. As much as it pains me that you haven't finished that game. Um, Maybe you will it's be probably, able to play probably it. Probably literal pain as well. It's probably got a you've got a stitch. Oh, that's my, yeah. my resident evil stitch that someone's not played that. Yeah, but um, you might you might get your chance if they do the RE4 remake. So uh, if they do the remake, like, I love yeah. the RE4 remake. So I love RE7. Um, so I'm definitely up for going back for it in, in some sort of re where it's been modernised. I feel like that's what I need. I had the exact same problem with Resident Evil One. I've tried to play that two years ago. And oh, fuck man. me, that's difficult to go back and, and play with the tank controls. I just can't get my head around that. Well, and the the <laughs> I don't like those ink ribbons either. That gives me high anxiety of like I'm going to lose oh, this progress yeah. in a minute. I'm so not a fan of that. A, some so similar experience I had, which I hadn't thought about. Um, I've got I've got another game that I fell off of, but I hadn't thought about in, until you mentioned. Um, I played. Um, Jedi Knight Dark Forces, um, Dark Forces 2, and but then I didn't have, at the time, a PC that could run um, uh, Jedi Outcast. So I bought it on the PlayStation Store, and I 
couldn't even complete the first level. Wow. It was so rough. The controls were really floaty. You have to play that game with a mouse and keyboard because that aim assist is... There isn't an aim assist in it. And trying to aim using those controls on a PS4 controller was just awful. So I I don't remember being this shit at this type of game. Um, I I played first-person slash third-person shooters before, and I played uh, Jedi Academy, which I quite enjoyed. Um, But it's just awful that, that you could not aim properly. And by the time you aimed, about five stormtroopers had blown shit out of you with either blaster rifles or um, grenades. I bet if you played Shadows of the Empire today, it'd play like, it'd be absolutely beautiful. It'd be like, it's like Call Call (laughs) of Duty Warzone, man. But that game was designed to to use a controller. A a weird controller. I feel like Um, there was a last minute pivot to what Evan was going to say right there. (laughs) It's going to play like absolute just beautiful. <laughs> like even my brain was like, "Don't, don't fucking lie, man! Don't, don't do that." Right, Michael, have you got something? Uh, yeah, uh, it's it, it won't be a particular game because there, the I, I will name a few, but I w- uh, I would like to focus more on the on the why of uh, of the matter, um, mm. because uh, I. Uh, I, I wish uh, I wish I'd be like Keith and say like that game is it, it will not get any more of my time, but I'm more like Joey trying to go back to everything I started, um, and uh, I'm I'm fooling myself that one day I'm going to open up my PS3 and play Remember Me and finish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember Remember. I I remember Remember Me. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's. It's such a good game. It, it feels good to play. I, I like that that system where you build your own combos. But yeah. I, I like there are so many great games that are coming out. And when you go back to something that old, regardless of how fun it is, you're always like, well, I, I just bought this newer thing. You know, like you, yeah. you feel this feeling of guilt, although it should feel redeeming that you actually went back to your backlog and focused on something that you you bought so long ago and um uh yeah that, that that's one thing uh another um uh, another game i recently uh tried to get into was um on ps vita uh street fighter versus tekken or tekken versus street fighter i don't know they, they were supposed to to release uh the inverse of that game but that never came out and yeah. uh yeah i was like okay i'm I'm going to do this right this time, and I'm going to go through the tutorial. So that tutorial is so long, like I I put in like 30, 45 minutes, like five or six days, and I was still not done with it. Like, oh my god, they go through Fuck so that. many things, and it, it felt. I don't even remember if I if I finished it. Although I I I went into it recently, like I I can't remember. It. I think I I think I finished it because I remember actually unlocking the trophy. So I was like, oh wow! I I so I never went through the tutorial. 
<laughs> you know? That's a sign and, right uh, there. The fact that there's a fucking achievement for completing the tutorial. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. it's so long, and uh, it's this thing that I don't like with fighting games. Like, when they show you the icons of what you're supposed to do, I would personally prefer they would tell me, like, no, don't don't show me punch. Show me square, you know? Like, yeah map them to the to the uh, to how the 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 system buttons look like because okay i can wrap my my head around that but when you're supposed to do a string of those like and given that i'm say i'm much more comfortable with using the 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 playstation uh, buttons and they are like a no-brainer for me like if you if you showed me playstation button instead of instead of uh, all those uh symbols that are like although it says punch for like one 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 game has has the, the an icon for for punch or, or kick like um literally Im- imagery uh uh other games have a p or a k or a, like you need to be like well versed into fighting games to actually like have your mind snap to that it's usually uh, three, one second. usually one. three versions of it too there's usually like uh, a low punch high punch uh, yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, I think one, fighting one games are kind of up their own ass. Like half circle back, heavy, lo- heavy high, low, bro. <laughs> it's like what? Like no, triangle, um, yeah. circle, cross. Like so, I had this exact experience with Injustice Complete Edition, which was free on yeah. PS Plus recently. Oh yeah, I, I the the button inputs had to be so specifically timed. Look, I couldn't even get through the training bit when you're playing as Batman beating up Superman. Yeah. To its credit, though, like Injustice is still dumbed down for most people. Because there's like, you know, you have like the, uh, there's like the two button presses. Like you do like the two buttons together and it does like a super combo for you. Yeah, it's not, so, it's not some like really long chain of inputs for that. You for can the do that. It has that depth and right. complexity to it if you want to learn that shit. But for like the casual, that's just you know, I'm gonna jump in. I want to play as my my favorite uh, superhero. You can just do like, oh, I'm gonna hit these two buttons together and, and they do a crazy combo. You know, that's me, I'm man. Ter- I'm that. I'm so bad at fighting games. It's I'm yeah. the worst. So. <laughs> so yeah, I, I got stuck uh, uh, several times throughout the tutorial because, again, I could not understand what the game actually wanted from me. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't want to, uh, to sit too much on it. Uh, then there you have, like, I, I, I have this problem with most Nintendo games. Like, I love them. I love them so much that it feels wrong to actually play a lot of them. So, for instance... Wait, what, what does that mean? Luigi, <laughs> like... Luigi's Mansion free, you know, like that's that's my gem. Like physics based everything. I I love tearing everything apart. But the the instant I finish Hence Hench Love of Dynamite. The 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 moment I finish a floor, I'm like, okay, that that was enough. Uh, You you know? Like you, you, you don't feel like doing another floor because that's that's going to take a while, you know? And then I jump off to something else. Like I'm, I'm consuming it little by little, and it takes me so much time to finish these games because, okay. like, uh, the the gameplay loop in uh, in most Nintendo games, like it, it it it's so long and so rewarding that once you go once, like you don't really go back for a while. Um, 
so yeah it, it's just the, the 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 volume of of uh, of also uh, the games i own that make me like i i i uh, so i recently as you know i i bought all the remastered assassin's creed games because they were on, on sale for really cheap so i'm having like this 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 great streak of going for them but i i fear that once valhalla comes out i'm going to ignore them so i don't know up up to which game i'm going to get until then um but yeah like it can be uh it can be the difficulty of the game like the the street fighter game where i i i went off that game for two weeks and like if i go back like i, I don't remember anything i learned in the tutorial because the tutorial was so long that I never actually got to play the main game to actually practice those things. So yeah, that's that's something I I'm falling off twice or thrice. Um, yeah, so that that would be that would be my uh, my my angle on this uh, on this topic. Dan, you've sat there patiently. Would you like to chime in now? Sure, but actually a few what people have said has kind of made me think of things that I probably wasn't going to say originally. So I'll just go with those thoughts rather than my bullshit I was quite thought of. Um, no, the, with the Nintendo thing, I actually now thinking in my head, I don't think, I can't think of a game on the Nintendo Switch I've actually fully completed. I think the, uh, the Mario Odyssey, I got to the, the Bowser, I think I died right at the end, uh, or the Bowser thing, and then I went back to the beginning of the Moon Mission, was like fuck this game. And I don't think I've ever gone back to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait a minute, I, I you about... that that moon part. I, that Are you telling me I... you haven't got all nine hundred ninety nine moons? Because you have Evan. Shut up, Dan. Carry thank on. you. No, thank thank you, Keith. No, you finished it. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then um, I was thinking about Luigi Mansion. Love that game. I think I'm on like floor ten, and I'm kind of like Rafa. I'll do a I'll do a floor, and then be like, mm. yeah, I'll put that away and play my PlayStation again. And then the same with Paper Mario. I'm just playing it in bits. I think I will get through them eventually. Yeah. And it's normally I always play, pick it back up when I'm like traveling. When I'm on a plane, I'll be like, oh, I'll play that game again. And normally I just jump back into it because I kind of went. But yeah, I was thinking about that when you were saying about the Nintendo things. And I was like, yeah, I'm very similar. Take it in things. So I think I will get through them. But the one game I really fell off of, and I know a lot, there's a lot of hate for this game in this chat, is The Witcher. So I never played The Witcher when it first came out. And um, the Horizon DLC... Witcher 3, yes, yeah, so Witcher 3. Okay. Um, Horizon DLC came out, so I played that after not playing, after playing Horizon years ago. Loved it, was jumped straight back into the world, like had no issues, and then saw The Witcher on like discount. So I was like, oh, I'll jump back to The Witcher. And oh my God, that is the jankiest piece of garbage <laughs> I have ever played. Yes. Um, I no. was just like, and I don't really understand what Matt talks about on Game Face. <laughs> like, it's terrible. Like, I don't even know how you can keep it in the same boat as the Horizon. In Horizon, everything flows really well. I never feel like I'm getting stuck on random boulders or like, it just, it seems to just, all the mechanics seem to work really well together. And The Witcher, oh God, it's just, just clunky. It's just a clunky mess. So I'm never going back to that game. It only cost me a tenner. Uh, I've played about 20 hours. <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. Not going back. It, it's really it. strange that everyone complains complains and about it. It does make you worry because I just. Every... Oh, sorry. But, it yeah. does make you worried about the cyberpunk because if that's the, like that's their glorious pregame, like I hope the cyberpunk's good, but I don't think they've actually showed me to say that they actually deserve my money. 
it's it's really strange that people I, I, uh, yeah. keep bringing up uh, the it's jankiness because again, like I I I played it. I played it for like three hundred hours, and like of course, it's not the most polished game. Uh, but like I I I never stumbled into anything that actually broke my game. Uh, I don't which, think uh, I did either. Nothing. Rafa. I nothing, played for about a hundred. Nothing ever broke my Rafa, game, but the the combat is just so fucking floaty, and just there's not enough feedback. I actually like you know, unlock. I think so. Hey, I just every, everyone that, that stop talking over so one good. another. We'll go around and we'll get I, everyone's views. Can I just? Can I just say something? I think where yeah, my, sure. think my problem comes from, Rafa, is since that game's come out, I've played uh, Horizon. Obviously, I didn't play that game at launch. And I've played God of War. And so both of those mechanics right. are, I think, far superior to the right. Witcher. Thing. It's like, kind of like what Otap said, was going back to a game that you weren't there when it came out. It's really hard for me to, and to not criticize right. the things it's lacking. But obviously, it did things that, when it came out that obviously people may have held to a high regard but just going yeah. back i don't think it holds up whereas i think actually i would advise people to buy if they remaster it by horizon one on playstation 5 by god of war because i think they have held up yeah i should i should load up my my save and, and see see what i think of it now uh, i should really do that yeah because i've got some question marks left on skellige <laughs> <laughs> so many so many question marks yeah so many so of them yeah do you, know, do you know which game that um, doesn't have any jank to it and it's got a really good story? Mm. Drone Breaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drone Breaker. <laughs> I quite like Drone Breaker, to be fair. See? He's good. I don't know it's why everyone else is shitting on it. No, I quite like it. There's, there's, one, there's one aspect of it that I think they could improve is by you being giving you the ability to save different deck builds. Yeah. Oh yeah, so that annoys the, me actually. Yeah, so if you so, if, for instance, Matt, when you get around to playing this for free on Game Pass, right? Um, uh, apps, have you played Thronebreaker? No, I haven't. I I got a bit confused because I thought that there was going to be a Hearthstone Gwent game, which I think they've done, and I was kind of waiting for that to play on mobile, and then I saw Thronebreaker, and I thought, what the hell's that? Mm. And I don't know. I love the witch's lore and that, and I heard that the 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 story, as you've said, Keith, is actually not too bad for what is essentially a, a potentially a card game. So I do feel like going back in. But then you you scared me off the other day in Discord when you said some of the puzzles can be bastard hard, and I thought, uh, all the puzzles are optional. For that. Oh, okay, right. I have a question Sorry. about Thronebreaker. Uh, so does it have more cards than there are in the game? Like, does it introduce this new You've got new different card? ones, and they, they give you cards that they, you can then transfer over to Gwent if you play Gwent. Oh, um, so, yeah. But, so, some of the some of the rounds, I, I'm not getting paid to push this game, by the way. It, it, may, <laughs> if, it may come only, across like that. If only. If <laughs> <you're just getting laughs> I would love that. Um, so, it, so you could go into one encounter and they want you to do high damage. So you need a deck build that does high damage. You go into the next encounter and they want you to play it like classic Gwent. So you've got, you outscore the other person. Hmm. But you might need a completely different deck build to do those two things. And you won't know you need to do those two things until you've gone into the encounter. And if you lose, you've got to come back out and then rebuild your deck and go back into the encounter. So it can get a bit frustrating because you don't know ahead of time what 
what style you, of loadout you need. Do you need to apply the same strategy as in the as in uh, Witcher Three, where you actually your safest bet was to use uh, as or, or as to have the most cards in your hand? Because you had cards that allow you allowed you to steal cards from your opponent or draw more cards, and based on that, you ended up winning just because on the third turn you you simply had more cards and so more more attack power. So in it the first round, because you, you had to it's lose. Because story based, you'll come up against people who've got special abilities and particularly because you'll fight monsters. Um, but you'll be fighting them in a story-based Gwent battle and they can do things. So one of the ones I remember was, um, it was like a necro necromorph. So every time you killed one of their cards, it would spawn two. So you yeah. wanted to play it in a certain way that you weren't actually damaging their deck. Um, but other ones you'll come up against, say, um, a knight of one of the, the the other faction. I can't remember the name of them, the Norsegard or whatever the fuck they're called. Um, but you do actually want to... One of the things you have to do is wipe them off the board so you need to have a, a deck build yeah. that you've got high damage output. So it entirely depends on the scenario. Um, and it doesn't give you the ability to, on the fly, um, change the makeup of your deck. Anyway, that's, uh, that's enough of my plug for Thronebreaker for this week. Tune in next week for another <laughs> in-depth look. Uh, yeah. um, so... Something else in terms of a, a different picking up on what Michael was saying because there's there's different characteristics that make me fall off games. Um, have we and, forgotten? Have we forgotten Evan? Evan hasn't given his example yet. That's fine. He can. I, I'm interested to hear what he's going to say about um, reasons so why we fall off games. Yeah, so there's kind of mechanics. There's um, story and difficulty and all of those things. But one one that I think is unique to me is um, being a bit of a Billy Nomates and uh, not having a regular group of people to play uh, Apex Legends yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. And it's nowhere near as much fun with randoms. It's still installed on my PS4. Nope. If we can find some time, I, I'm down. I'm not, I'm not going back. I'm, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Keith, didn't you uninstall it? Yeah, I did uninstall it. It's gone. That's it. All, yeah. my, all my progress... Um, it was not what I expected. Files, they're but, all gone. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Game it's all services, basically. Uh, I think I think Keith is blaming us. I think he's fucking he's, blaming us. He's calling us out. Yeah, Keith, Keith finally decided that he wouldn't join the Warzone crew because no one else was playing Apex. <laughs> so now he's now he's now he's full into Warzone. Now I'm full into Warzone. Yeah. I'll, I'll log there in and tell me all these things he's discovered since I last logged on. It's very helpful. So yeah, I've got yeah. I've got a couple new hints, mate got a couple of new hints yeah, yeah i need to jump back in i'll probably be back in tomorrow from tomorrow i'll be back around for at least another week so just let you know that. yeah online uh, games are uh, are a different beast because you you're, you're not really supposed to finish them so one way or another even if you play for three years if you stop you 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 still say that you fell off mm. like, that's the ending of the game when you when you give it, up 
that new that new yeah. Dauntless expansion, uh, new update. <laughs> oh, that, to be fair, I jumped in with Russ and Matt, and it's it's changed. The game is like changed to a level where I was not expecting. It's and I was like, oh my god, what's happened to the Overworld? Is it actually fun now? I thought it was fun no, to begin with. I, I, yeah. I think it's still fun, but. Um, it's it's people, it's monster it's monster hunter world with better controls and it's free to play like is it, uh, if it's monster hunter world are there anthropomorphic cat chefs because that's a no-go for me any game where yeah there's no but you can pet, cats, but you can pet the dog yes. so yeah that's a plus that's a 10 out of 10 that's a pixel plane 10 out of 10 yeah it was good to go back but I, I that, that's similar to Apex. Unless you have no people are going to be online yeah. when you play. It. I had a really good time with Russ and Matt, but with time difference and stuff, you'd have to coordinate that. So you can't just jump onto it. And I feel like with that kind of game, that's kind of how you want to play it. But mm. it's a, Joe, Joe, I'm just trying to go through an entire episode where not where we don't talk to Evan. Um, <laughs> is is that kind of how you felt about Destiny Two then? Because I know you were talking about it on your podcast called Idle Game Chat um, a little while ago. And you said, I don't want to have to have a diary management system to play that fucking game. Yeah. I mean, what what quickly happened with Destiny 2, not so much with Destiny 1, because they, they for, for better or for worse, it, they took a little while to get that into a place where it was the, the loop was a bit more entertaining. But we got through like the story content. We did the... Uh, the strikes, which are quite short, they all just become about the raids, these six-man, fucking yeah. four-hour, five-hour, six-hour raids that oh you God. need to complete within the, the the cycle of the week. Like it starts on a Tuesday. If you don't complete it by the following Tuesday, all your checkpoint progress is gone, and yeah. that is, yeah, that was that was tricky. I think we only did one or two on Destiny Two. We did so them much all. It's it's definitely some fucking end game MMO bullshit. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah. So I think we we gave it a good go, but it's still people today say, "Oh, I wish we'd done the rest of the raids," because the there is a, a euphoria to completing like a raid. I mean, Wrath of the Machines on the first one. I think there's a stream up somewhere. And it took us like six and a half hours. And we did it in one session, and you can imagine yeah. the the joy of completing that at half three in the morning uh, as we yeah. as we finally finished it off, but. Yeah, it's anything that requires other people's input or um, them to be around, I struggle with because Monster Hunter World, which has come up, I have started that and I've been sort of chipping away with Adkins, but just sometimes I don't want to talk to someone. <laughs> I know that sounds silly for someone who does a weekly podcast and has now come on Pixel Points. When I'm playing a game, I can't be bothered sometimes to talk to Adkins and even go, oh, oh, mate, oh, mate, all this. And um, I just like to sit there and just play my video games on my own i'm quite an, an anti-social bastard when it comes to that mm. and um yeah that's me yeah we are chipping away but it's just, it's a struggle anything that requires other people's input and them to be around yeah. obviously people with kids and i've got a dog now. it's like it's it's difficult especially when the game says you've got one week to complete this and it's fucking shit hard as well um yeah it's not the, the sort of stress that we we needed in our lives so we had to walk away from it it's like me and Matt have been threatening to play Division Two together for about six months, and it never happened. Uh, dude, I, I so I bought that game for five bucks with yeah, me too. with the expansions, <laughs> and I, I I fell so hard off that game. Like I played it for me too. 
like two hours. I'm just like, fuck this game. Like that was five dollars well spent for me to know that this is not the game I'm gonna play. Like, yeah, uh, as it happens. And what's your experience? We're trying so hard. I was just about to say, who's got something else? I did have (laughs) another question I wanted to ask, if you want to just block Evan again. Because I find, as I said, I I try and complete everything I start. I do a pretty good job. But what I find is I get fatigued on games, especially open world games. Even good stuff like Ghost of Tsushima, I got to a stage where I was just burnt out on that game. Like I was burnt out following the foxes. I was burnt out doing all that stuff. And that was a self-imposed exactly. activity. I didn't have to follow the fox. I could have just carried on with the stories and the side quests, which I found interesting. But for whatever reason, I wanted to clear down one island. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And then I got halfway through the game and I stopped for a while. And I thought, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go back and, and finish this. I did, but yeah. I then mainlined the game, sort of done a critical path to get through it. And then now I look back, I think, oh, kind of ruined that experience for myself i didn't take my time with it i didn't do this i didn't do that and it was just this this feeling of fatigue that i had with assassin's creed odyssey it's open world games really that, that i suffer this from yeah. but i don't know if you guys ever you? get to that stage in a game where you think yeah. i just want this done or i'm gonna walk Red away Dead redemption 2 mm. oh yeah i didn't i haven't finished that oh i need to I play that again yeah. <laughs> what you do <laughs> no I am um, I got uh, I'm the same with Ghost of Tsushima I got like midway through the second island and obviously mm. I went away and I'm, I played picked up yesterday and I was like oh it's good to be back but I'm glad I had that like eight day break because yeah. I was getting to that burnout stage of why the hell am I following another fox attitude I wanted to do it because inside I wanted to do it but like but then when I went back after eight days, I was like, oh, golden, a golden eagle thing, bird, I'll follow it. And then it got back in immediately. It was like, oh, yeah. We're, weirdly enough, I'm, it's like the only open world game, and it's quite long, that I just never got burned out on. I just wanted to keep doing everything. I'm like, why am I not sick of just the opposite of what you guys are talking about? Why am I not sick of following foxes? I should be. Why am I not sick of doing another bandit camp? I should be. I usually am. However, I'm not. I, just, I don't know. I can, I can I totally understand the other way because once you get to like the second um, island and like halfway through that, then it's like okay, all right, let's just let's just finish this game. Mm. Like you were saying, okay, Evan, uh, Evan since you're talking, I suppose we better let you. <laughs> all right, uh, he, 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 uh, what 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 Evan should have done was like write his thoughts on a piece of paper and just put them in front of the camera while everyone else was talking and whoever was interested just, just read cut, it from cut there, the episode. You know? That was actually, actually time saving. That's, that's not a bad idea for if we're running over time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pause <laughs> your screen. Um, actually, the game that I have, Keith, you actually might have more to say about it than I do. Is uh, and I actually bought the disc for this years and years ago. Is Batman Arkham, Arkham Knight? Wow. Yeah, that, I can seriously see where you're going with this one. Yeah, the I and, segments, right? It's okay. Can I, can I, here we go. Three words: stealth tank sections. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Are you kidding me? Let me just. Uh, hey, I did, like fuck off. It's I don't know. Can you be stealth with a tank? It's so stupid. Yeah, I just I, I I get the idea of like wanting to include the the Batmobile more, but it was like mid like oh Christopher Nolan's like a gritty take on. 
the Batman is cool, so let's make the Batmobile a tank this time. Like, ah, just like, no, don't do that. Um, And I'm someone who's an apologist for Origins, because I actually really, really like that game. And I don't understand why it's everyone not rags in on the it. collection it, either. It's not even in the collection. Yeah, they even Rock City's like, no, fuck yeah, that. Yeah. I thought it was really fun. <laughs> that trilogy of games, um, Arkham, Asylum, City, and, City, and, City and, and Origins. Yeah, I think that's a great trilogy. That should have been the trilogy. And yeah, I just um, and it's not like some of these games that we had talked about. Like I didn't play all three of them close together it was quite spaced out years and years in that i didn't play it when um it first came out and there had been enough time in between origins and night that that wouldn't have been an issue but man there is just something about those tank sections and i i, I play them played on hard and I, I just no matter what happens i won't put the difficulty down it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if my tv might possibly get a controller thrown through it. I'm still not putting. I'm still not putting the controller down. That's what happened. Like Jedi Fallen Order, the game got ruined for me because I played on hard, and it was too fucking hard. Those tank sections. Well, one, they're not fun. There's too many of them. They integrate them into the puzzles, which just it's it's just it's just not fun. I just, I'm just tank missions. <laughs> well, no, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. An, and the Riddler, the Riddler trophy races. Uh, what? Who asked yeah. for this? Yeah. yeah, it's the 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 tank Batmobile ruined everything. The thing that is, pissed is me off all... about Arkham Knight, sorry Keith, is there is to get the and I believe it is the Arkham Knight to get the 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 proper cutscene, you have to do all the Riddler trophies. You have to find yep. all that shit, oh, all that all garbage. Yeah, yep. pretty much hundred percent the game to unlock it. And I was like, you bastards i hate it when they do things like that it's the same as shadow of war when i played that the the end game of that act four is like a horrible nasty grind of fortresses oh it's oh, horrendous it's, it's like i, I just i dropped off after that i finished <laughs> yeah. act three and it was like fuck you act four i'm not doing that again yeah, fuck it's you. too much I've really the game back. and now you're fucking fucking me over back yeah it's, yeah that just really pissed me off that doesn't that make again. me happy um <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. The, uh, we've we've ragged on Arkham. Um, you brought it up Night, on an old uh, podcast reload. I remember you. Were yeah, you were, and yeah. we're just talking about how how terrible it was, and the the bits of go back and watch the cartoons, read the comics. How much time does Batman actually spend in the Batmobile? Probably one percent, maybe two. Yeah, and then I was so, say two, but yeah. So someone comes, someone comes into the into the design room at Rockstudy, and one of the execs at WB and Let's just make walks in. Thirty percent of the game, this. Yeah. yeah, people love the Batmobile. Put it in the game, right? Yeah, and there's just like this this play tester. He's, I, I don't think it should be. You're fired. You're 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 fired. Yeah, because they built so much of the game around in the putting the bat. They're probably like, okay, people have played three of these games. What can we add to make it feel new? They put the Batmobile. Unfortunately, yeah, it just the way, the integration of it is terrible, and uh, yeah, and it it I, I think uh, apps. I'm like you, where I just even if I'm having a bad time with a game and I'm swearing and gripping my controller, I'll still want I still beat it, mm. just because I paid money for it and I want I want to finish it because of the kind of the OCD part of my brain. However, yeah. this is not this is not one. 
This is not a game that I'm going to finish. Just yeah, the, yeah. the Batmobile and stuff ruined me. Should snap the disc live on air to prove that you're not going to finish it. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then he can't trade yeah. it in. It's true. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I wouldn't trade it in anyways. Why not? Oh, look, that's what I do whenever I finish something. Well, it's gone. This trade in, not right. store credits to buy I, something I, else. That's, keep, that's I just what I like do. I keep all my games. Man. Maybe silly, but there you go. Yeah, I, guys, I, I like to look at them. I might be yeah, able to get <laughs> a free ticket to see Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, that's probably as bad as the game, isn't it? <laughs> I actually, oh, um, I, I liked Batman. Or was it a good movie? I've never seen it. I never watched it. It was, it, a, decent, it was a decent movie. Except for Jesse Eisenberg, it was quite a good film. If he's, you just cut Jesse Eisenberg out of the entirety of that movie, it might actually be good. He's not a bad Luther, though. He's, he's terrible. Mm, okay, we he's just, playing, we he's playing Lex Luthor more like a combination of the Riddler and the Joker. No. When, he, when he had Michael Sheen floating in the spaceship water, I was like, what the fuck is this movie going on about? Like, he's, he's, so playing, he's, he's playing Luther if Luther were his... Jesse Eisenberg. Well, no, his same character in The Social Network, which is Mark Zuckerberg. Which makes sense in a modern world. Uh, that's a good argument, actually. No, it was awful. I think I think it's an absolutely awful movie as well. But yeah, that was, uh, that was I a fair. No, I don't agree. It's an argument. awful movie. I just think his representation of Lex Luthor was awful. All right, so Keith. As I said, I haven't Keith, seen it, so I can't comment. I just was making. Can we agree that uh, John Cryer is one of the best Luthers? What was he in? Uh, Supergirl. Give me, give me some context. He's Luther and Supergirl. For the WB or the CW or whatever the fuck it is. Okay, I've not watched any of the that other than the crisis event and I, there wasn't enough of him in that okay watch. what he did what he did in the crisis event yes very very lex luther type thing all right that's fair okay that was a that was an obscure reference to end the show on yeah we're, we're oh, friends no, he again is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no he is good as lex luther you're right matt so i just have to ch- Remember who that which the character was. All right, so um, yeah, Super, Supergirl, Supergirl as a, as an overall show, pretty shit. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. I didn't watch it. Yeah, totally. Most of I, the CW I stuff. The other ones, but, totally yeah, not yeah. video game related. We're gonna like we're gonna have to transition. Somebody's gonna have to mention something video game related to get us out of this funk. And that Batman was, Arkham um, Knight was shit. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. But um, compared to the previous, it is interesting. Games. What you fall off of, though, really. It is interesting. Something right. we'll, we'll never fall off of, doing this podcast. And Yay! listening to, listening to um, Idle Game Chat. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Joey, fall off uh, one of Martin, fall off Idle if you're game watching chat. this, check out Idle Game Chat. He, he might become your biggest fan as well. Yeah. Uh, Joey, do you guys have a schedule for when you release episodes? Yeah, they come out every every Monday unless there's a bank holiday in the UK. So I think, Keith, you're sort of my personal diary when it comes onto current events in the UK. We've got a <laughs> bank holiday coming up. So not this Monday, the following Monday, 31st. And we won't be doing one then. But every Monday, you're better to find it on either YouTube or your favorite podcast app. All right. And on that you note... Know, you, uh... you, you better hurry up. I'm brandishing a two-liter bottle of water and I got designer sunglasses, sunglasses on. on. 
Cut it. <laughs> I just fuck. I just fuck. <laughs> and on that note, gentlemen. I was to say it's only like three, four in the afternoon or three. In the afternoon. Yeah, I've only had three. <laughs> I've only had. <laughs> I've only had three beers. Uh, I'm still waiting for my fucking coffee table. Same way. They haven't come yet. Oh no. I hit uh, almost exactly an hour 20, which I think is pretty good. The um, my mate who is moving to Japan to teach has been now allowed because of the government change, so he can now get his visa.